Blog Talk Radio. show. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure I'm glad you did. I am super excited. Um, number one, we've been off for a week, man. I've, I've missed it. I've missed doing the show. Um, so this is exciting. I still remember, um, you know, the codes to put in and what buttons to push and uh, knobs to turn and everything here. So that's uh, that's a good thing. I'm doing I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm telling you, when you get to be my age, the old memory starts going. I uh, can't believe it. My father never did this. My grandfather always did, and I have carried on the tradition. I carry around these old pads of paper um, just so I can write things down because I forget a lot of things, man. It's, 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 I guess it's all those uh, martinis I drank back in the day or something catching up with me. Anywho, anywho, I didn't have that problem after watching uh, the film we're going to talk about today. Um, we've got a returning guest, one of my favorite people in the whole wide world of just really cool films and um, horror and, and monster films and, and creature features, as we used to call them. Um, director, writer on this, and I'm sure he wore a lot of different other hats as well, um, Mr. Bruce Wimpole. Oh, I did forget to hit that button. There we are. Bruce, how are <laughs> you, my friend? How's it going? Thanks for having me back. Absolutely, absolutely. I was trying to remember. I was like, man, he's been on, I think it's like four times, but it's three, three, um, Monstrous, The Retreat, and now this is the third time, First Contact. Um, very, very cool. You're, you're yeah, knocking no, that was it out blast. of the park uh, man. Yeah, no, that was a blast. No, back, that was back like uh, right when the pandemic started, I think. So that was nice to... Uh, get those movies out and actually be talking to some people back then when uh, Monstrous and the Tree came out. Yeah, I'm telling you, you know, it's it's weird because at that time, you know, we didn't know what was going on. I remember I was watching The Blacklist. And they had to animate half the the final epi- or the episode before, you know, everything shut down because um, they couldn't get, to, you know, they couldn't work. And um, people didn't know. And a guy in your position – I don't even know. I mean, I imagine the phone was ringing from producers and investors and um, people saying, you know, what the hell, bro? <laughs> Are you sending the checks back? What's going to happen? We don't know. We don't know. But you're like, no, nah, I'm going to release. Could you release Monstrous? And then it was what? Like five months later, you release the retreat. You're like, yeah. No, yeah. No problem. It, Global pandemic. Whatever. That was a bit. <laughs> Well, that was a bit different because Monstrous that we had made actually in like early, like late 2018, early 2019. So that that had been like kind of being shopped around a little at the time. Um, so okay. that was already done. And then the retreat, we kind of, it was kind of when we sold Monstrous, we kind of did a double like, okay, we'll sell this and then we'll make the retreat along with it. Um, nice. And we, I think we wrapped the retreat like everything in maybe 
late February, early March of 2020. So we we got wow. that movie done, got done right before everything went crazy. Um, so we got really lucky there. Um, they just ended up coming out, you know, obviously once uh, everything got crazy. And then, yeah, we had to wait about a year or so after um, everything, you know, shut down everything just so we could find a way to make something else safely. And the first thing after that we did was Dawn of the Beast, um, which we kind of decided to bring back the uh, Bigfoot and Wendigo characters and kind of make them face off and stuff, which was a blast. That was the first time a lot of us were able to get out and uh, were able to get out of the house and, and, and kind of do something and be shooting again. So that was great. That was great. So, um, But, yeah, the, the, those two movies I talked to you about, those we got in just under the gun. Well, I think it's smart, you know, that you, um, you, you know, it's you've developed and any filmmakers out there listening, write this down because this is a very smart way to do it. Um, Bruce has, 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 has developed these relationships and whatnot, has formed these, these business uh, friendships and, and relationships where, you know, you're not scrambling for fundage all the time. You, you're going into these, you know, already with, you know, partnered up, right, with distributors and whatnot, as, as I understand it. So Montrose was something we made with next to nothing. Um, we, you know, I was on the roof of my, at the time, when I lived in Brooklyn, my apartment in Brooklyn, making this costume. I was painting a fur. If anyone walked up there, it looked insane because I just had this <laughs> giant furry suit hanging on the Brooklyn rooftop. Um, and so, and then that was calling a lot of favors and everything. But that was also the first monster movie we did. Before that, we were kind of just scrambling, you know, like any filmmaker would normally do is, you know, you do what you can with what you have. And, you know, that's still what we're doing. But, you know, there was no one funding it. It was mainly just us, you know, saving up for right. money and going out in the woods and shooting something. And then once we did Monstrous, we got hooked up with a couple of different distributors. And then, yeah, I mean, and again, we we kind of, because of that background, you know, because forever, you know, for 10 years prior to that, just making stuff over and over with absolutely nothing are we, you know, we are capable of doing stuff with pretty little money. So when we did start partnering with people, we, you know, we had a system already in place that we didn't need a lot of money to make the movies that we were already making just to, you know, step them up right. a little bit. So yeah, it, it, it kind of worked for everyone. And, and also since again, we've been making these movies for so long, the, the infrastructure was also kind of in place, and, and the distributors didn't really want to mess with that or anything. They just, you know. So, you know, oh, yeah. a lot of these movies, it's the same actors, a lot of them. It's the, we're using our same crew. Nothing really has changed too much other than having a few extra bucks in our pocket. So nothing wrong with that, you know. And the thing is, is when I, you know, when I tell people, especially, I don't care what business you're in, um, whenever I do a, a business deal, um, whatever it is, I look for two things. I, I ask myself two questions, um, especially if it's my money, because I work real hard for my money. And I'm like, I, I look for ability and intent. Does the person have the ability to do what they're saying? Because people say a lot of stuff. And do they have the intent? Do they have the track record of, of doing what they set out to do? You know. Um, and if, they, if, if either of those answers are no, I usually pass on the deal. Um, just because I, I don't like that much risk uh, when it comes to stuff. Isn't, and that's probably another reason why I don't have an infinity pool. 
you know, or Alexis in the <laughs> right way. But at the same token, you have done that as a filmmaker. You paid your dues. You cut your teeth. You, uh, you know, you've got a good track record, and and that is gold. You know, I, and I'm not a, I'm not in your business. I'm very on the peripheral with my little podcast and a couple people I know. Um, but I've never heard any any a bad word ever said about you, Bruce. I can honestly say that. You know, maybe I don't know the right people. <laughs> um, you know, I hate Bruce. Fan meetup, but um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm sure there's not one. No, but uh, I you think know, you what, seem like what a pretty cool that, guy. Well, thank you, but yeah, I think what helps with that is you know, like I said, me and and the crew I work with and the actors I, I tend to work, and we you know we bring in new people. And we get, but the core of it, 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 there's a kind of a family thing that we have going on, which is nice. That uh, that you know, nice. and, and what what that also breeds, which is nice, is that you know we hope. The next project we do is going to have a bigger budget, obviously, and we can do more with, with what we have. It, it, you know, obviously not so far. The budgets haven't grown a ton, which is, is fine. But what's nice about having that family kind of thing is we know what we're working with. And so once we do come off of a project, say it's The Retreat or, or Monstrous or Dawn of the Beast, what we know, like, okay, if we had to do that again, if we had the same budget, how can we make it better? How can we make a better movie the next time? How can we do do our jobs, you know, what what went wrong, what we can kind of enhance, that kind of stuff. So that's what makes it all a blast. You know, we get into first contact, um, and, you know, we're, we're just taking all those lessons from those other movies. Even if we don't have a ton more money to work with, we're just, you know, the whole goal is as long as, you know, we feel like we're doing the best work that we've done, that we've done, that's really all that counts. Absolutely, absolutely. And you do so well. First Contact, everybody, is uh, it's great. The, the Enterprise goes back to Earth. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm sure a million people have told Bruce that joke. Um, no, this is very cool. And let me just start out by saying, I really, first off, I really like this film for several reasons, and we'll get into those. Um, but one of the things uh, out there, listeners, if you, like me, are fans of like the old Twilight Zone, um, uh, you, you know, uh, what was the one they, they uh, Dark Shadows, not Dark Shadows, that was the Vampire, uh, I can't think of it, the Night Gallery, Night Gallery, X-Files, especially X-Files, um, and I'm not saying that because it's it's like a, a an alien or whatnot, um, or an interdimensional being, um, I'm saying it because it, it's very cool the way you do this, I... I'm a first. I'm a big sci-fi nut to begin with, and but what really bugs me in a lot of sci-fi is when they spell it out for the lowest common denominator uh, viewer. You do not do that with your writing and whatnot. It's so cool because it engages you, it sucks you in, and then your your mind kind of goes to other places. You know. Um, uh, uh, it, it's, it's the way you tell a story is, is fantastic. Um, you allow the viewer to continue that story. You know, uh, that's that's good art, man. That's good art. When, when I see a movie and I think it, I'm thinking about it a couple of days later, I'm like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's what I like. <laughs> and it ain't just uh, real choppy you. either. Boom, boom, boom. Um, which I did. And and. All of my horror friends, um, to a fault, and I don't know if they really believe this or if it's just they picked up on the trope, that they all go gaga 
for practical effects. Bruce, everybody, yeah. Bruce Wimple is is a master at practical effects, man, and they're done well. I don't know what you would call oh. this creature. The, 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 I don't want to give anything away because I want people to watch this, but um, there, there's one character in it, and um, well, he he slowly begins to transform. And folks, uh, you know, you can use your you watch the movie, you'll find out what I'm talking about. But the effects were so good on that, you know, so good. Punk and I, I, I loved it. <laughs> it was awesome. No, thank you. That's uh, that's that's a lot of that's down to our uh, our makeup guy, who was also on uh, on Dawn of the Beast with us, the guy named Jared Ballag, who's super talented. He's uh, he's working on The Walking Dead now, um, and he just he knows exactly what he's doing, and then. That just combined with, I think, when you look at, you know, something like the uh, the makeup and, and those moments, I think it, it, the performance does a lot of the job, too. If, if the performance isn't grounded and doesn't feel real, the makeup's not going to feel real. And then the combination of those two things, um, plus, you know, hey, shoot it, all, all, everything works together to sell these practical effects. But between Jared, it sounds, and, and then just the performance, just making it feel that much more real, uh, really go a long way. Well, it's, it's great. And, and the, 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 um, the movie itself, how it was shot, um, and the equipment obviously used, this does not look like, you know, somebody walked out into a field with their phone, although phones are pretty good now. They probably could use a movie <laughs> that way. But this looks real crisp and, and good, and there was those great, like, where the distance is kind of faded out and, um, you know, and, and the stuff up close was crisp. I, I dig that, you know, this, this was done real well. Um, it looked, it looked as all my friends in college used to say a million years ago, it looked real money, Bruce. It looked real money. And it did. <laughs> you know? Thank you. No, that's nice. No, I, I, we, I don't know. We ever, kind of set out to make it look expensive. I've I've have heard that about this one specifically, but the goal was always just we we wanted it to feel grounded and uh mm-hmm. and we wanted the cinematography to have this kind of um yeah, like you said, a very it was a very shallow depth of field as well as kind of spraying along the edges and just making sure that the audience never lost focus of what was ever in the center of the screen or what we wanted them to be looking at. Um, and, and with that, just kind of, and I think like what you were saying before about it makes your mind wander when you're watching it because you hear certain things and you're kind of your brain, if you're following along, fills in a lot of the blanks just to, just yeah. to, to spook you out. And I think a lot of that is kind of the rules we set up within the movie of just like, okay, we're really sticking to the ground level cinematography there's no aerial shots in the movie there's uh yeah there's no drone footage or anything like that we really just wanted to make sure everything felt extremely grounded even at the end when there's a monster and there's you know crazy lights calling up into the sky and there's spaceships and all that to still not betray the what what we're doing is is everything is from the ground point of view everything's from a human point of view and now, folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us. 
www.jamierox.us. Hey, rockers. This is Stacey Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In Season 1, I interview Phil Toussaint from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes and Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A. L-B-I-O-N.com. MichelleAubion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. Absolutely. You're in the movie, man, when you're watching it, which is cool. <laughs> you know, I, I, I dig it a lot. Now, folks, um, I'm on IMDb, and this is a great uh, it, it's su- uh, summary. Two estranged siblings go to their late scientist father's farmhouse to make sense of his incomplete work. They soon discover an evil entity buried in time and space for millions of years has been released and begun re- wrecking havoc. And there's a whole lot more, but, well, not really, but that gives everybody an idea. Let's go to the siblings, the estranged siblings. Ruth, I have to ask, this is, was so well written, um, as someone, I have three sisters. Um, I grew up with three sisters, and and, you know, sibling relationships can be fantastic um, when they are. They're great until they're not. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and <laughs> things get taken personally. You know, it's easy to happen in life. You know, people are living their lives. And, um, do you have uh, siblings yourself? And did you draw upon I do, this? yeah. 
I, because I have you got a, I have it. A little sister. You nailed it. <laughs> I have a little sister. Straight. I wouldn't say we have uh, the same relationship as uh, as um, Casey and um, Dan in, in the movie, but no, I have a little sister, and and yeah, I think it's you know siblings are interesting because you have a, a connection with them that you know is always going to be there, never going to go away. You're just you're always gonna love them and I think it's especially when you look in the movie these two characters you can see very easily how communication between them can break down and you know if once you lose communication it's you know when you do reconnect it is awkward and it is just trying the the thing about it is it's at the core there's a love there and there there's a longing to reconnect but they just don't know how um, and that was something that I think uh, James Liddell and, and Anna Shields went, did really good job of just, like, making sure that that awkwardness was there a little bit, but you never felt that they disliked each other. They always felt like deep down they just both wanted the same thing. They both wanted to reconnect before it was too late. Absolutely. And speaking of too late, oh, my gosh, they're thrust into a situation where it's – I don't want to give anything away, but it, it might be – there's a real possibility of it being too late in a big way. Not that, you know, your Christmas gift to mom was more expensive than mine or whatever. You know what I mean? This is serious stuff in the, in the, uh, the world here, the context of the movie. Um, very, very cool. Very cool. Now, did you also, as a writer, draw a little bit from the pandemic uh, reaction and whatnot? I didn't see you know that in it. You know what's funny? You know I what's funny? I've, vibe. I, I've gotten that since the movie's been out and stuff. Um, what's funny is I actually I wrote this script in about, it was like 2018, 2019, summertime around there, the first version of the script. And then we made some other stuff. The pandemic happened. And then I revisited the script. And I made a few tweaks before we shot it, once we knew that we were going to make it. Um, but it was weird how the it, it the, the whole UFO and the public – kind of split in the public craze about, you know, is it real? Is it a hoax? Do we do something? What do we do? You're on one side, you're on the mm. other side, that kind of thing. That was always in the script even before the pandemic. And so I think it's just, I don't know. I don't know if, if maybe stuff that feels directly connected to the pandemic, the pandemic maybe would just like shine a light on stuff that's always been within our, you know, society that split. It's been there a while. The pandemic has kind of brought that more to the surface because, they're totally right. When you watch it, it feels like I'm trying to draw some direct correlation or allegory, metaphor, whatever you want to call it, uh, to the pandemic. But that, that was always the way it was written in the script even before then. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, the weird thing, you know, I, I, the pandemic, the weird thing about the pandemic, no, I get, and I'm not making light of it, ladies and gentlemen. It was a horrible thing. Lots of people died. Lots of people got real sick. I mean, it was a real bad deal. Um, but what it really showed is, you know, I, we all have friends and whatnot. I've got several in the, uh, that are more like kind of UFO guys and gals. And, and they're like, well, I think the public could handle, I'm like, are you kidding me? The public couldn't handle washing their hands, you know? Um, <laughs> I know, I know. And, and, Let alone and, uh, Gorm and, walking out of the big saucer. I think the public would lose <laughs> it a little bit, you know? We uh, we also we live in the time of hot takes on everything, and everyone's got to have the most extreme opinion and write you know publish that extreme opinion. And 
or else, you know, it, it, it just it would be ugly. I think even if even if we didn't know about UFOs, even though if there was just something in the distance coming at us and we had no idea, it would it would be pretty ugly. I think how the uh, public response would be, so, or even the news response, all of it would just be very very shaky. I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me put it this way, folks. I think there was a big, a good reason when in Close Encounters they gassed the mountain for those three guys. Uh, that's two guys to tell. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think it was a big you – know, you remember you've seen that film. I'm sure you have. Oh, yeah. Everybody's oh, yeah. seen that film. Remember when the, the alien came down and they're showing all the, the cats from Rockwell International and they're all standing there with their sunglasses and white outfits, and you see one guy run to the bathroom to, like, either, I don't know, number two or throw up, I'm, I'm like, pretty realistic. <laughs> <laughs> There'd probably be a lot more people doing that. Um, yeah. And they weren't yeah. doing yeah. anything. You know, they were just showing up, yeah. looking like big ice cream cones. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, don't think, I don't think we'd handle it well. <laughs> no. No. Right. No. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's, 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 this is a great film. And, folks, if you're into this kind of stuff, you know, um, I know that we recently, we've been having uh, kind of a, a different direction in the show. I, 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 once a month, we'll have a UFO show. Um, somebody who's made a documentary, wrote a book or something. And um, just because I find that stuff interesting. Um, but, folks, listeners, if you're into that, if you're one of those folks, you're going to dig this. You're, you're going to dig this film. Because it's it, it's kind of ambiguous, uh, but it's just so well done. I really really like this, Bruce. Um, and I like all your films, but man, I'm, I, maybe I just like this the best because it's the most recent one I've seen. Um, I don't know. I didn't think no, you could like talk I the said, I, I, though, I think I think you have. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean this one. There, a lot went into this one, and, and we're we're super proud of it. And it's uh. Yeah, it it felt like it was offering something a little different than the last couple movies we did. Not not in a, you know saying bad about the last ones. We love all the movies that we've done, but yeah, we were just we were super proud of you know pretty much everything that went into this between you know performances and on a technical level how it came out and just also kind of the the message that it kind of landed on. I think we were all able to get behind. So yeah, no, I, I really hope people check it out. Um, yeah, no, we're we're really psyched that uh, so far it seems people are uh, are taken to it. Nice, nice. Now I know that um, uh, you're from upstate New York. Uh, you know that's where yep. you grew up and everything. You live in the city now. Um, did you film this upstate or? Um, yeah, you, I'm, I actually, yeah, I'm living back upstate. I'm you know post pandemic. Um, no, okay. got out of the city and uh, yeah, no. So you know, my wife and I have a house upstate, and it's it's. It's nice. I think at the time I was like, you know, once everything dies down, I'll go back to the city, and that has, I have a kid now and everything, and I don't, I don't right. think that's happening. Um, <laughs> no. Once you get the dog, having a dog in the country is way easier than having one in the city. <laughs> you know, everything's easier up here. I mean, I'm still in Albany; it's still a city and everything, but everything's easier. So, um, oh, yeah. but yeah, no. Then we shot it not where I am, but. Uh, a little more rural kind of farmland um, a few hours from here is where we uh, out in, in like kind of just middle central New York um, out west a little bit. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. 
If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.love S-H-A-C-K-A-P-O-T-H-E-C-A-R-Y dot com. As well as online, on Instagram, and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center. Ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime. And treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Rockscare, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings. From La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Yeah, we found this 
old farmhouse and they we talked to the owners and they were psyched about having us and and you know i think this kind of movie required like some house that really you could feel the years on it as well as you know and it's not and nothing could feel really too new because something had to ground everything from you know the mm, all the space stuff going on so yeah is that a cool let me ask you this because i've always wondered about this um, is that a cool conversation to have? And what are you just driving around and, and you say, ah, there's a farm. Let me go talk to <laughs> I mean, there's folks. different things. Yeah, okay. Sometimes you get find it on Airbnb. Or sometimes, you just, like you said, you're driving oh, I... around or something. Um, sometimes, okay. yeah, sometimes it's literally just, you know, you, you spot something. and Or, like, I can a couple times, like, you know, you spot something that's either for rent or for sale. And you pop in there and you say, mm. you know, we're making a movie. We're shooting this month. We'll give you X amount to uh, to let us in. And you work out a deal that way. Um, a little something you know, better than a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then, or, you know, Airbnb is tough sometimes because, you know, you can find the perfect thing on there. And then you have to then reach out and say, hey, we're making a movie. And you work at something out. And, you know, I would say five or six times out of uh, out of ten you know they 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 say they're not cool with it just because for whatever reason so that and which is fine but you got to be transparent sometimes you do get lucky on Airbnb and you find something they're psyched about it you check out the house at work so there's so many different ways to find a location um, but that being said the, these horror movies if you do find a really cool location and you can write around you can write the movie around mainly being located in one place I think there's a lot of strength in a production there because you don't have to move everything. You can really focus on making the best quality movie in one location because it just that changing locations without a big budget a lot of time just takes a lot out of you. I hear you. I hear you. Well, folks, the movie is called First Contact. Now, this dropped, I, I think it was last week, right? This this came out last week. I think week, it was last Tuesday. Yeah, I think it was last Tuesday. Yeah. How cool is that, man? You had another one. <laughs> this is yeah, no, it's great. It's not, I, again, I am super proud of it, I, and we all are, and, and just happy that it's out there, and hopefully, you know, hopefully it picks up and more people watch it and spread the word and everything like that. So thank you. Thank you. Now let me ask you this, because um, we're friends on, uh, on, on Facebook and whatnot, so um, uh, I hope I'm not overstepping my bounds here. Uh, but you were you were doing the probably doing the uh, last the wrapping up the editing and, and all of this and that and your, your wife had a baby. Um, that's yeah, a lot yeah. on the plate, <laughs> you know. Uh, congratulations, yeah, um, congratulations. Thank baby you. Baby and mom no, are okay, you. right? Everyone's healthy. Everyone's healthy. Good. Um, no, no. Uh, <laughs> we so the way it kind of works is just because of the release windows and getting it to certain platforms and stuff that the movie ends up getting delivered at least 90 days before the release date. So I was, I, it was actually a pretty good time for me to uh, take some time off and be okay with everything. So, um, nice. <laughs> yeah, is this your so, first, no, is this, was this your first guys? This first is our baby? first. Yeah. This is our first. We have a little boy. Wow. Yeah. Nice, yeah, yeah. nice, and you're up there by by grandma and grandpa, I imagine. Um, you know. Yeah, no, we have family uh, here, and uh, yeah, we have you know every like I said, everyone's healthy. He's uh, he's napping. We're a little sleep deprived, but uh, what can you do? 
So <laughs> I'm telling you, my uh, my sister and brother-in-law last year had the their first baby, and it's the first grandchild of the little our little family unit here. And I'm telling you, she's the little princess. Every social event complete. You know, we used to all have, okay, let's meet up for uh, Sunday dinner at seven o'clock. No, we're meeting up at three thirty because the baby has to go to bed by seven o'clock, and <laughs> you know everything has changed. And we're all good with it. <laughs> we all understand. Um, um, uh, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to that. Right now he's still a bit of a newborn, so it's just chaos. So he sleeps when he wants yeah. to sleep, and uh, we're we're up with him whenever he needs to be up in bed and everything. So oh, it's, uh, yeah. it's, a bit, it's a bit chaotic in the house, but it's okay. <laughs> It'll change. It'll change. She's um, uh, our, our my, my niece, she's Coco Melon. Everything is Coco Melon in um, – and Old McDonald's, uh, that song, we have all heard that's 80 million times. <laughs> she loves it, and that's fine. Yep. The, the, the songs, the oh, books, that's great. none of them change. Yeah, we have uh, we have all his books and everything, and pretty much the same books that I read when I was a little kid. So they, uh... oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's so true. You know, I was just – I was finished – I was – we have a giant backyard, so I mow like half of it. It's so hot down here. I mow half of it one morning, and then the next morning I mow the other half. Because otherwise I'm out in it too long, and um, I don't want to get sick or anything. And so I'm out, I was out there finishing up the mowing this morning. I'm looking around. I'm like, you know, we could put a play set here. I could build a play set for when she comes. And I'm like, why am I putting a jungle gym in my backyard for my niece? You know, shouldn't they, they should be putting a jungle gym in their backyard, I would think. But I am the cool <laughs> uncle, so there will probably be. A you got to hold on to that. Be the cool uncle, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Now nah, maybe that maybe I can train the dog to use it. Anyhow, folks, first contact is out. You got to get it. Hey, and you know, here's the thing, folks. Father's Day is this Sunday. This Sunday, <laughs> you could get this. This is out all over the place. Um, you can get even the you can get the DVD, but it's, it's on digital too. As long as you have your father or father-in-law or whoever you're getting it for, as long as you have their email address, you could get them this movie, man, for Father's Day. Totally. Don't get them a totally. tie. Get them this. If they're <laughs> into this weird stuff, they watch History Channel late at night. This is a perfect gift. I'm telling you. Um, I love it. <laughs> Practical effects, folks. That's the key. That's the key. Now you've made movies with CGI before, but you're real good at these practical effects movies, man. Yeah, I mean, even uh, even this movie has some CGI. I mean, it's hard. Really, it, it, it's hard to get away from it completely. But uh, but just you know, obviously, if you have spaceships or anything like that, that's that's significantly more difficult to do. But if you can go practical, go practical. That's kind of our motto. Or or if the, I, I think what we're trying to do more and more now is go practical, and then if you do need to like. Do a slight digital enhancement on it. That's the way to go. But as long as there's something real in the frame, it will usually sell. Oh, that's amazing. I just watched a video on those, that new Apple, uh, I don't know what it's called, that visor thing. Have you seen those things that came up? Um, just like I little know. headlines and that, the, yeah, the, the, the oh, little pop-up or heads-up display thing. Yeah, and they've got a they've got a mode on there, a theater mode where it's like you're at the theater, man. When you're watching stuff, it's immersive almost. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I can only that's imagine you're filming that. You know, 
I was, I, you yeah. know, it's a gadget, and I'm a guy, and of course I'm like, ooh, I want one of those. Um, and my <laughs> wife pointed out, you know, 3500 bucks, buddy. Better get the Payton, <laughs> you know, because there's a lot of $3,500 things in front of that on her list, <laughs> you know. Uh, that's, that's way back at Plan T and S and whatnot. Yeah, wait know. until the next model comes out and they've worked out all the kinks, and then you can buy the that's first model a little cheaper. Yeah, yeah. She said, you know, five years, that thing will be 200 bucks. so. <laughs> yep, yep. She's or right. be one of those Always things right. that would – be one of those things that was cool at the time and then just doesn't take off. We'll see. I, I'm, I'm waiting to see what the verdict on, is from, from everyone else who gets them. I, I need a few oh. friends to buy it first before I'm interested at all. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. You have to be. <laughs> new father. New father, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, that's cool, man. That's cool. Well, go take care of the little one. And, um, and you know, Bruce, you know this already. Just keep doing what you're doing, man. You're so good at it. Keep making, and we really appreciate it. Your audience and your fans, because we, man, I can't wait to see the next film that comes out. Any hints? Any hints? Even yeah, um, I I can't give out the name because I got to wait for the distributor to start their marketing push. Right. But uh, we do have actually, yeah, it's on IMDb. That's fine. It's called Island Escape. Um, we have a movie okay. coming out in August. Yeah, it's in August. So it's, it's actually way sooner than I kind of thought, but it's great, you know, one after the other. So, yeah, we have a movie called Island Escape coming out in August. It's more of a – again, we got some monsters, some sci-fi, and then uh, – but it's a lot more of an action movie, you know? It's, uh, nice. It's, yeah, it's it's kind of a. Who are you action... working with over at um, October Coast? Are you working with Rachel over there? Uh, yeah, Rachel, but I don't know. So this movie's with a different distributor. So I uh, oh, I see. The, I don't. Yeah, they might have a different. Again, I don't know exactly what their marketing plan is or anything like that. So time will tell. But I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Whole, I can. Yeah. I can turn some wheels on this end. We see what happens. You know, shake the tree <laughs> a little bit. You never know. You yeah, never but, know. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's amazing. Uh, that's in August. So real quick, real quick turnaround for the next one. But um, yeah, hoping people get to see this, and then maybe they'll uh, they'll be inspired or pumped to uh, to see the next one. Which, like I said, it's it's more of an action movie, um, guns a blazing, that kind of thing. Nice. No, is Anna and James and everybody the, the crew in this one as well? Uh, Anna's not in this, um, but no, James is back as well as uh, Chris, who plays the monster. Um, and then, yeah, those two are back in it as well as, um, Grant Schumacher, who is the lead in the retreat, oh. who has a really small part in this movie in uh first contact. Hey. He, uh, he comes in and gets killed, but, but yeah, mo- a lot of familiar faces from the last few movies. So, um, nice. no, it should be well, fun. Say, uh, yeah, no, uh, like, like I said, hope everyone watches first contact and, uh, if you like that, then, uh, just keep an eye out for, um, the next one. Nice. No, all, all your past movies are. People can watch them. Right, they're all on Amazon and stuff. I think um, they're yeah. all out yeah. there. So, folks, what I'm saying yeah. here is, you could have a Bruce Wimple film night. You know what I mean? Where you just <laughs> you have some people over, you, you make some chips and dip, and um, you know, put on all these cool films because they're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Would you, or here's a better idea. 
what you do is you get your group of friends and you have one night at somebody's house and then you all go to the other person's house to watch the next Bruce Wimple film. And you just, you know, make it a month long thing, like once a week, you know, <laughs> that's how you do it. I'm trying to if show you, Bruce. That, I'm trying to, to let me know. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, man, we got, we got a new baby with needs new shoes. We'll, we'll need shoes soon. Yeah. <laughs> Diapers ain't cheap, man. My, I had no idea. My sister-in-law was telling me. I'm like, holy moly. Then I started thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, I can see it. <laughs> it adds up. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, Luckily, they're not asking for any uh, new Apple devices or anything like that yet. That's no, later, but... not yet. Yeah. Not yet. It's, you have a boy. Is a little boy or a little girl? A little boy. Okay. Okay. Well, that's, that isn't too bad. That isn't too bad, you know. He's not going to want a pony or anything. Um, you know, if he does, you send him to work on a ranch. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, uh, yeah. You never know, but uh, yeah, not, no pony maybe, but you know, maybe who knows what he gets into, you know? <laughs> oh, probably filmmaking. Oh God. Oh God. He'll be hitting you up to be a producer. <laughs> yeah, he's going to want his credits. Yeah. That's right. Oh man. Well, hey. Um, keep doing it, and everybody out there, check out First Contact. I'm telling you, this is one of my one of my favorite sci-fi movies of the year. It, it's really, really good. I really enjoyed it, and um, you know, I think I think you're gonna dig the ending too. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank Bruce, you. Thank, thank you so much so for having much. me again. Looking forward yeah, to uh, the next taking time. Taking the time. Uh, all right. uh, we'll talk <laughs> soon. Good. All right. Sounds Bye. good. Thank you. And, folks, there you go, Mr. Bruce Wimple, uh, like I said, writer, director, uh, filmmaker extraordinaire, filmmaker extraordinaire. Hey, we're going to uh, – that's going to wrap things up for us today. We're going to convert this to a podcast. We blast it out all over uh, the different social media platforms, and we put it out on all the podcasting platforms, and we're on a lot of them. We're on over 750 of them. I know. I know. I, I can't believe that there's 750 different businesses of distributing podcasts, um, you know, who, it's like Italian restaurants in my neighborhood. Um, they just opened another one. I'm like, you already have a bunch. Why? Anyway, anyway, I like Italian food. I can't complain. Okay, folks, that's going to wrap it up. Um, we will see you next time, which will be tomorrow, actually. And, um, yeah, we've got Jen Ash returning. She's got a brand-new single out. We're going to be talking about that. So very, very cool. We will see you next time. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli, Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.